Hello, and welcome to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. Here at the Freedom Challenge, we strive to do good by helping enslaved women and children to do more than you ever thought physically possible and to do it together by connecting women with a heart for a hurting world. We hope you enjoy your time being informed and encouraged with host Tracy Doherty and our amazing guests. So let's get ready and join Tracy for this week's episode. Hello, Freedom Sisters and listeners. Thank you for joining me today. Can you believe it? We're at the end of May and it has been packed full of goodness on the Freedom Challenge online podcast. We just had our California Regional Challenge in Mount Baldy and it was amazing. And after having to push it all over the map, almost a full year out, and change the location. It was beautiful. And it was more than we expected. Just being together, over 40 women coming together around the vision and the mission of the Freedom Challenge. So exciting. And you can check out the pictures and hear the testimonies and all the fun on our social media, which will be linked in the show notes. And a few weeks back, you heard from two of my favorite people, my mom, Barbara Christensen, and my daughter, Drew Walsh. We shared about just the dynamic of the multi-generational aspect of the Freedom Challenge and the impact it actually has on the family. I loved having them on the podcast. Check out the last few episodes. There's some great content and great sisterhood happening on the Freedom Challenge Live. And so finally, we get to top off May with an incredible special guest. Her name is Priscilis Perot Dominguez, and she is the host of the podcast, Yes and Amen. She has a background in social work, is an entrepreneur, and the founder and CEO of The Full Collective, in addition to many other hats. And I'm really happy she's here with us today. You're going to love her. So the Freedom Challenge and Full Collective have a partnership in this season, and we're just really anticipating watching this unfold and how this partnership sorts itself out. But Priscilla's, welcome to the podcast. And I would love for you just to share with us a little bit about, you know, where you live, your professional background, what invigorates you to get up in the morning. Welcome, welcome, Sister Priscilla. Hey, hey, y'all. Thank you so much, Tracy. I am so grateful and glad to be with y'all today. Uh, Yeah, a little bit about me. I uh, live in New York City, born and raised here, Um, have lived kind of all around. I also lived in the Dominican Republic when I was um, smaller. That's where my family is from. Uh, and so just have lived all around. And my husband and I just moved back to the neighborhood that we both grew up in. We literally live four blocks from where we met um, when we were teenagers. Um, and we have a baby growing in my belly uh, that is due very, very soon. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's just a few days, actually. He might, if he wants, he can come today. But uh, pretty soon he, he's coming, going to come into this world. And it's going to be our first son. Uh, and here in the city, I work at Restore NYC, an organization that, uh, you know, does a lot, uh, a lot of similar things than Freedom Challenge 
that is fighting trafficking, right? Fighting mm-hmm. trafficking and serving women um, who um, are survivors of trafficking. And so we do that uh, specifically based in New York City. We are expanding our, our, our vision and our purpose throughout the country, but staying kind of still close to the tri-state area of serving women. I am a case manager, aka social worker. Uh, I have a degree in social work uh, and education as well. Uh, before being a social worker, I was an educator and just found myself being a social worker <laughs> as an educator. I would just, um, you know, I mean, I think academics is so important, but at the end of the day, I was just more concerned about my students' tangible needs, what's going on in their home, um, their emotional needs, uh, with just like what are the things that they need outside of um, just being educated. And so I, you know, felt led that the Lord was leading me to go back to school and get another degree. And that ended up being a degree in social work. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's what I am now. I'm a social worker at Restore NYC and also the founder of Full Collective, which I still consider myself being a social worker through what I do in Full Collective, just a different mm-hmm. kind of social worker. Um, so those are the different kinds of things that I do. As like you shared before, I have a podcast where my intention with that is to just create conversations with women. I usually have guests where we're just talking about different topics, um, maybe sometimes topics that churches won't touch on, uh, and then just topics in general that are, are relevant to the body of Christ. And there's also meditation episodes. Just I find sometimes Christians can uh, struggle maybe even being still or, or actually meditating mm-hmm. on God's word. And so I just kind of create a space to be able to do that for 15, 10 minutes um, in a day for, for a variety of different topics. So those are the things that I get to be privileged to do um, mm-hmm. on a daily basis. You are an impressive woman. And as I'm sitting here, my heart is being quicker for a new number of reasons. First, I love New York City. It is like, I feel like I was supposed to live there and I never did. <laughs> and actually, if I don't get there every year, it's like something's missing. So, you know, like with COVID, I didn't get to come this year. And I'm like, I love that city. And I love that you're going to be a mom. And as we just talked about, you know, you're in good hands. Even if you go into labor, I can coach you through the podcast. <laughs> that would be like a whole thing, right? Right. Um, and, and having boys and men in this world. And then for those of you who I, I encourage you to go and listen to her podcast, which will be in the show notes, Yaz and a man, I found myself captivated by some of the conversations. You had one on uh, mental health. You had one on church hurt. And I, I was like, this, this girl, she's, she's getting it done. And so I appreciate you being here and honor you and all the, the ways that you've leaned in to your vocation, your full yes to God in this life. And um, it's, it's beautiful. So let's keep talking. You know, you, you started a friendship, uh, I think it was in 2019 at the She Is Free phenomenal conference. Super excited that's coming back in 2021. And you struck up a friendship with Caris, which who doesn't love that girl? I mean, I love, love, love her. And then from there, it drew you into a deeper relationship with the Ladies of the Freedom Challenge and this movement and what God's doing through you. So I would just love to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, so I first heard about Freedom Challenge on stage. So I think, um, I think maybe it was you or it was someone who was sharing about Freedom Challenge in the in-between. And I was like, I mean, anytime anyone says the word trafficking, I'm there, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, that's my, that's, um, part of one of, um, 
as a whole, I, I find myself to be a justice worker, but the mm-hmm. Lord has specifically broken my heart around that one. And so whenever I hear it, I'm like, okay, let me go to the table. <laughs> so yeah. I went to the table, um, Megaris, um, and yeah, we just started talking. It became like talking about like just life, like, oh, we're both married and Latina and stuff like that. It was just a really cool conversation. Um, and we got to connect and we, t- you know, we realized that uh, Full Collective and Freedom Challenge did do some similar things um, within kind of like retreats and, you know, the challenges that you guys do. And I, I told her that I had been working at Restore for, for many years. So mm. it was just a really awesome conversation. And we just made sure that we connected. So I think we ch- exchanged emails or phone numbers then. Um, and I was just, yeah, I, I, the word freedom in itself, right? Full actually, so full stands for free and shakeable love lady. So the, the primary and first thing focus in full collective is freedom. Um, and so that also was a thing that drawed me closer um, to what you, your ministry was doing. And so yeah, woman, it was woman led. It was, you know, diverse. Uh, it just like all the yeah. things, all the things that I love, <laughs> all the things that you love and all the things that we love about freedom challenge and now get to love about full collective. So yes. love collaborations. So let's talk a little bit about Full Collective. You know, what is the creation story? What's your mission? Fill us on in on all of these good details. Yeah. So it was actually three years ago, um, around this time, around April 2018. Uh, I just felt the Lord was like calling me to create a space for women in New York City to host like a Bible study and not specific to any church. And even if a woman's not going to church, you know, I, I just like mm. any, any woman that wanted to be involved, but specifically a space that looked like heaven. Um, so unfortunately, I felt like um, being a black Latina, I've been in a lot of different spaces that are just everyone it looks the same or everyone's like yeah. one race or one age or everyone's a mom or everyone's this and those ministries are important and, and they're good but I just was not finding places that um were welcome for like all kinds of women who believe in Jesus and so I wanted to do that and I you know I we used when, when you want to do something, you got to start small sometimes. And so I started with 15 women gathering in my home um, throughout the summer, that summer. And then I, I asked them, I was like, hey, would y'all like travel, you know, with me somewhere? Mm. And, you know, they said verbally yes. Uh, and some throughout the summer realized they couldn't. Um, and so then I prayed about it and the Lord was like, you know, pro- like share this and bring it onto the world. This is not just for you to have privately at your house. And I was like, okay. And so I shared about it. And literally the first retreat got sold out in one day. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Because um, I, I travel a lot. I'm very comfortable traveling by myself. I've been traveling mm-hmm. by myself since I was 19. So I've never really necessarily done trips uh, with people that much. But I knew that travel for uh, a lot of women was like a fear. There was a fear around that. Um, and and it's, it's, it's such a real fear, right? Because to be a woman traveling on your own somewhere might not be the most comfortable thing, but that's basically how it started. And so since then we have been having retreats, obviously because of COVID, um, we have paused that. Uh, we actually just announced to our email list last week that we're having a retreat this fall. Um, yes. We're not sharing too many details yet. We're still working on it, but having like a smaller uh, U.S. local retreat in the fall. But yeah, just retreats. Um, a lot of of a lot of it has been virtual. Since then, we still do Bible studies each season. We do book clubs. We do seasons of fasting. This month, we're fasting as a community. Uh, so we do a variety of different things. And the 
the purpose and the mission is to ignite women to live full lives in Jesus and make an impact, right? So not just live full lives in Jesus, but make sure that they're making an impact while they do it. And it goes back to the original thing about of me saying like to not keep your witnessing and what your your ministry um, private at home. You can serve at home and you serve the people that you live with, but um, God's messages are just so big for us to you know yeah. not go out there and even and go out there means even your neighbor, your next door neighbor, or it could mean someone across the world. Um, but just reaching people and making an impact. So that's what we do through Full Collective, and it's been it's been hard to work full time and do it. And because of COVID and all this stuff, but it's truly been a joy. Um, and mm-hmm. to hear the, the, the testimonies that women have experienced, we've baptized women, um, during retreats, there's just been so many beautiful things to experience. Uh, and there are women that would have never walked into a church that have been part of our community. And I'm, I'm really grateful for that. So it's really been an honor. Wow. I mean, this is just so good. <laughs> I, I'm just taking a few little snippets from even what you said about this what resembles heaven, you know, it's just, just mm. this revelation seven picture, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's what God's picture is of, you know, every t- tribe and tongue and nation yes. together, worshiping at the throne, mm-hmm. this living God. And the fact that you felt some empty spaces in that, and then God gave you, instead of just going, it's not there, he gave you the ability to create something that you needed that others needed. Yeah. And um, I love how he takes, you know, as we talk about just vocation as well, like the thread of your life, you know, feeling like an independent woman and easily traveling and loving people to be challenged and women and all of these things. It's like he he took all of those residing in you and helped you create this mm-hmm. space, as you said, to impact. And I, I just I love that. Yeah. And I want to hear more about the virtual conferences because we um, had the privilege of supporting your recent virtual conference. It was We Are Full. We got to be a sponsor mm-hmm. and maybe share um, more how that was and you know the impact that you saw in that. We also yeah. did a virtual conference this year, as we've all had to make, as it's called, pivots, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, we, I, I just want to hear what that was like for you. Yeah, it was, um, it was at the beginning, it was, I had to like mourn the reality that the plan was to do it in person. Right. Um, because that was our plan for last year. Uh, but then, yeah, the Lord was, he just reminded, he's like, in person would have been limited to people in New York. Now it's online and you can reach people across the world. Um, Mm. And so, you know, in morning, just God gave me that peace and even moment of celebration and joy to get excited for that possibility. And that's exactly what we had. We had women across, across the um, country. We'd had like a few women from um, London and Canada um, Mm. be a part as well, which was so cool. But yeah, the purpose um, was, uh, so it was called Sow the Seed Summit. And it was really for women to uh, basically have, get equipped to walk out what Lord has already um, sown in them, right? We all, we all have different seeds and uh, you can call it gifts. You can call it purpose. You can call it um, whatever the things that you may have within your life. And I find that sometimes women struggle with starting something or um, walking out in something, even as simple as um, studying the Bible, right? Some women struggle with like, where do I start? How do I start this? Like, this seems like a very complex book. It is, right? But like, how can we um, equip women to be able to do all these different kinds of things? So we had all different kinds of topics. We we said we had a topic on sow the seed. 
um, sowing seeds of justice, sowing seeds of faith, sowing seeds of um, freedom, sowing seeds of theology, all different kinds of sessions that were really amazing. We had meditation sessions, uh, Freedom Challenge. We had um, we had a page where people could learn about um, you and we shared with, about what you were doing um, and our partnership as well and, and giving women a little sneak peek um, into possibly an invitation for next year, which I know we'll share about in this episode. Um, and so just like acknowledging that, you know, we can create a space online for women to just be edu- educated and equipped to truly have the confidence to sow up, sow the seeds that they already have within them. Uh, and women get access all up until December, right? So sometimes you get all this information <laughs> in mm-hmm. one weekend, kind of like she was free. She is free. I was yeah. like, Oh my gosh, now what do I do? You know? So it also is on because it's online. Women get to go back to all the sessions up until December of this year and still kind of just like refresh and the things that they learned. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And people can still even register now and get access to it until December. So it was mm. really just a space for that because um, most of our events and spaces had been like um, 30 women and less. And the, and the purpose of that was for intimacy and community. But um, because the space was more for equipping and educating, we opened it to, you know, how, um, how many, however many could come. And we had over 100 women. So, yeah, it was really amazing. Mm. And I'm so grateful that we got to collaborate for that. I rejoice in that news. And <laughs> I, I, for those of you who have a perked up interest, again, in the show notes, we will put a link in there where you can go directly mm-hmm. and um, get that, the content from Sow mm-hmm. the Seed. And I think you'll enjoy that, just getting a deeper picture of the heart of this beautiful ministry. So I believe collaboration is important, and I know you do too. Mm -hmm. And as it stands, we're looking like we're going to be, you're going to be a part of this Freedom Challenge Greece trip in the spring of 2022. Yes. As we talked about, we're holding that lightly. This is something (laughs) all of us are having to walk in that tension of the uncertainty with hope. I think when we don't make plans, it shows that we're maybe not actively walking in hope. So we are making that plan. Yes. And I'm pretty, um, I'm really looking forward to that, seeing what will develop from that time. So I, I would like you just to speak into why do you think that collaboration is so important, especially with women, Christ followers, and people who want to make a life of impact? Yes. Yeah. I think, um, well, we're, we're consecrated, right? We're, we're called to be set apart. And if we look at the world, the world is a, a lot of competition. Uh, mm. And I think, I think this, this kind of thing can be harder if you're naturally a competitive person. I'm going to admit I am not a competitive person at all. So this perhaps is an easier thing for me. Uh, but in acknowledging the consecration component of community in the world, has to be focused on collaboration over competition because competition in- involves ego and pride and better than and comparison. Collaboration brings in fruits of the spirit. Collaboration brings in community and actual um, uh, farther impact, right? Because there are women mm-hmm. that y- you, uh, your ministry um, is serving and will serve that perhaps would would have never known about Full Collective or that I could never reach. And the same thing, vice versa. Yes. And so um, it's just so important to acknowledge that when we come together, we're actually making a bigger impact for the glory of God. Um, yes. And if, you know, and if it, it, it's, it can be harder 
right? Um, we, there's like some self things that people have to go to, like check in with. So I'm, I'm also, I do coaching for women who wants to start businesses. And whenever we get to that session about collaboration over competition, um, you know, those are, there are moments where we have to dig a little deeper. What, what compels you to be competitive? What compels you to look at your sister who's maybe doing something similar and say, well, I'm just going to look far, from far, uh, far away, but I'm not actually going to collaborate with her. And so there's some self-work there and there's some work that the Holy Spirit needs to do within us because collaboration is God's idea and we should walk in his ideas. Uh, and so it truly is a gift. It's also such a joy because you can, you know, you can delegate, you can do things together, bring different gifts, bring different skills. Like you're not doing it alone. So it just, it's also such a gift to, to collaborate with other people, even if they're doing something similar to you, it doesn't have to be a competition, even if they're doing something similar to you. Mm. It really does reflect. I mean, especially when I said amongst Christ followers, like, what are we doing here? Right. We're co we're co heiresses, mm-hmm. right. With the full inheritance of the kingdom, our father is so excited about what we get to build and yeah. then doing that alongside one another. And I'm with you. I'm not a huge competitor. So I realize that the pinch of let's say the flesh, whatever mm-hmm. ego can feel um, alarming or disconcerting for people, but it, it it deserves that sort of walking toward and inspecting that deeper work that you talked about mm-hmm. because the impact can be so much greater. Yeah. So, so with that, we have some great parallels in our organizations. They're actually quite notable. So mm-hmm. in our mission statement, do good by helping enslaved women and children, do more than you ever thought physically possible and do it together with women who have a heart for hurting world. And I think what would be really cool for us is to actually inspect how there are some real parallels here, Mm -hmm. but how there's space to do it together for greater impact. And so I want to walk through those a little bit and hear your insights and your thoughts on the mission of Freedom Challenge and then looking at it with the mission that Full Collective has and where we're like-minded and starting with the do good. And so for us, that's stemming from Micah 6, 6 through 8, where it's talking about what does the Lord require of you, but to do Mm -hmm. justice, to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, you even talked earlier on about, you know, your heart for justice, both personally and then in what has been created through your hands, through the work of your hands, and then now passed on to those that are influenced and impacted by what has been built. I would like to hear more about just being a force of biblical goodness in the world. Yeah, I I think... um living in this in this time uh especially as a black woman you know mm-hmm. i think people as seeing it from i think a black woman's perspective there's a lot of focus on justice being race centered mm-hmm. and I, and and that's beautiful but i think we even need to be reminded kind of just to go back to the basics that justice is is looking at the dignity of every human being on this yes. earth yes right so yes race issues matter but there are so many justice issues happening at any given moment. Obviously we see what's going on um, in the Middle East, 
both of us, you know, talking about human trafficking. Um, I think also in the everyday, when I'm walking the street in New York, people, I see people experiencing homelessness. I see food deserts in certain communities. There isn't access to food. Um, You know, how women are catcalled in the street. That's about justice. Like, I just, Mm -hmm. it's all about human dignity. Um, And so I think that's, we get, we both, you know, do that in our beautiful different ways. And through Full Collective with the first um, F, the free is it's really reminding women always of that, of the image bearer that they yes. are, while also acknowledging that everyone around them is the image bearer. So the father that they're struggling to forgive is an image bearer and he deserves dignity. Right. Um, the different people. Uh, this is something really hard for me being a woman who works with human trafficking survivors, because mm-hmm. um, I, I struggle with seeing that in the trafficker. Um, but then I see the women I serve and how they choose forgiveness and how they choose resiliency um, and how they, they even them, they don't sometimes, not all, but sometimes hold on to the pain that this person has caused them. So it's so much about human dignity. And I think that is what actually brings justice to the world and brings freedom to not just individual people, but to everyone. Um, I've heard this quote that said is uh, our freedom is tied together. Right. And, and I and I love that quote because it's reminding us that, um, you know, free people, free people. And, and my freedom is aligned to yours. So I I get to treat you with dignity, um, regardless of who you are, and where you are. And so the Bible teaches us a lot about that. So we go we do that through our Bible studies. We do that through our book clubs. We do that um, with we, we are able we tithe. Um, our profits to restore NYC. We collaborate with organizations like you because in acknowledging that freedom, we love to talk about it a lot. (laughs) You know, you heard Mm -hmm. my episode about mental health. We love to talk about mental health a lot, but talking is good, but acting is like way better. Right. Um, And so being able to actually live out this justice work in our everyday, how are you treating your neighbor? That um, is just as important justice work as going to a protest. Uh, and so really that's, that's the heart behind the free and the F in full collective. And that's how we intend to do the good in this world um, to really show, yeah, remind people that you're not just an image bearer, but every single human being you will ever encounter is one too. Precisely and profoundly put so healthy and so whole just package all of that goodness that you just said and <laughs> get it out there. Yeah. Love it. <clears throat> yeah. So the, the next one for us is do more than you ever thought physically possible. Mm-hmm. So we get women together and engage them physically. We found that engaging women in nature, outdoor, uh, in their bodies just really cracks open this place to reach into the soul where some of that woundedness may reside and Mm -hmm. unhealth. And, you know, I know that you host these retreats, you've talked about them, you engage women physically. So what have you learned about the integration of the body, soul, and spirit in the transformation of a woman? Being that we are triune human beings Mm -hmm. made by a triune God with that wholeness, they're all interconnected. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think this is so, so important. Um, and, I, and I experience this and, and do this a lot, even just in my everyday work at Restore NYC, um, because the reality is that we hold trauma in our body, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes where we feel like it's like, oh, I have a headache 
or, um, you know, my, my, my eyes are fidgety or my hand is like uncomfortable. Um, that may be, you know, that may be a lot of things that may be the Holy spirit speaking yeah. to you. Um, that may be a memory that's trying to come up and show up. That may be a trigger. There's just so many things. So the body is so, so much more spiritual than we give it credit for. Um, and we're being reminded too that the Holy Spirit dwells within us. And so he's always constantly trying to speak to us and through us. So yeah, at Full Collective, we do that through, we do, um, how we, when we were meeting in person a lot more <laughs> and having retreats, we would do uh, yoga. Uh, so it would often be faith-based yoga. So a lot of it includes prayer, scripture, worship, mm-hmm. playlists, and music. Love that. Um, not necessarily any traditional yoga words or um, kind of culture, but just still centered around this is a form of worship to God, but also a space to heal. I have witnessed women um, just crying and just experiencing actual restoration um, through move through movement. Um, and whether it's because of something I said, I also do touch yoga um, back then. <laughs> so, you know, it would, it would be, and I would only touch a woman, like massage her or support her when the Holy Spirit led me to. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's, it's really realizing that movement, whether it's uh, more, you know, extreme or maybe, um, maybe take up more of your strengths, for example, like the way uh, your community does it, or if it's centered around just like checking in on your breath and sitting still or doing a few slow moments of restorative yoga, um, all of it brings us closer to restoration. All of it brings us closer to being able also to like do more in the world, because when you're well physically, you can do more for others, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Right now, <laughs> I'm pregnant. Yeah. I can't do that much, <laughs> um, right? But and so I think about like f- being physically um, well means that we can actually serve others more because we have more energy. We can be out there more. We can actually do this justice work. Um, and so it's such an important thing to recognize that the Lord talks about our body and taking care of yeah. our bodies, but it's not dis- disaligned to our spirit and to our mind. It's it's all so aligned good. to one another. And I got to interrupt you there. You're doing a lot with your body, girl. You're making, (laughs) you are making a human being. Mm -hmm. That is quite, um, it is quite practically the most that you're going to be doing with your body in a whole long time. So way (laughs) to go. You are fully occupied. Um, But you know, something to the point that you're saying, something I've thought about a lot is, you know, our body one has a lot to say if we're listening. Yes. And I think about um, this little earth suit. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. It's my little earth suit. It holds my most treasured, you know, my spirit that connects to God, my, my, my soul in this earth suit. And it's really my oldest friend. It's your oldest friend, your baby boy being born. His oldest friend is the earth, earth suit that God is knitting in your womb that's yes. housing the eternal being. So I think that sometimes as believers, we really can pull apart the whole image of God, body, Mm -hmm. soul, and spirit. We can minimize as believers, the body and focus only on the spirit, which is already really whole. Mm -hmm. And, and so when this engagement happens and we recognize like, I want to listen to my body because it's my oldest friend and it will be with me until I breathe my last. Yes. So when I connect, when I care for, and I realize that this earth suit is taking me through 
all the responsibilities, my vocational calling in this life, it becomes a different story about how we treasure these little containers that hold such a beautiful, beautiful treasure, which is our spirit. So I I respect and honor how you do that. I hope one day I can be a part of an in-person retreat that you would put because I'm all about all of that. Yes. I love it. So, okay. So now lastly, so do good, do more than you physically thought possible and do it together. This component, Mm -hmm. you know, so often women live lonely lives, disconnected lives, disconnected from each other, quite possibly because of all the comparing and the, Mm -hmm. your life and this, it kind of makes us stand at a distance, not necessarily being vulnerable. And something I love about Freedom Challenge and I'd love to pull you into the conversation is there's something quite fascinating about, you know, an 18 year old, a college student, a 60 year old, a mother of five, a a bank president, a lawyer, a student all together Mm -hmm. in a, in a, in an environment that is challenging, that creates vulnerability. Mm -hmm. You know, you're doing something very hard. You have to be in it together. You all have no makeup, a backpack, and we have a goal. Mm-hmm. that creates a bond that is not like anything I've experienced. Mm-hmm. So we have this common language of togetherness of women, uh, This how it's essential for growth. Yes, I'd love for you to tease that out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we're all about that at Full Collective um, through the retreats, through Bible studies, through um, whatever, all the things that we do. Uh, and, and like you said, it is so important because this, this goes back to the consecrated um, point that I was making earlier, right? Of recognizing that we get to be different from the world. The world may have um, cliques and groups that look the same and, ex- and have are the same age and all these different things. Um, or <laughs> women can be lonely and competitive and not mm-hmm. connect with one another. And so we get to be consecrated. We get to be different. We get to be set apart um, and have friends that perhaps um, we wouldn't expect to have yeah. <laughs> maybe, or people wouldn't expect us to be friends with, um, with a woman of a different age or different background, or even honestly, a different, um, let's say denomination or, you know, point of view of Christianity. There's just, there, there can be such pockets um, of clickiness. And so, and, and that in itself, we conquer the darkness when we do that, because what does the enemy want? He wants isolation um, for everyone really, but when women come together, there is powerful things that happen. We have seen yeah. it throughout history. We continue to still see it now. And there's also a healing that happens, a restoration that happens. Um, you know, women, I'm sure, like I'm thinking about now that I give birth, I want to ensure that I'm connecting with other women, other new moms, other women who are been moms for a long time and, and humbling myself to receive that community. Because I think sometimes the the part is that, Oh, I don't want to seem weak or I don't want to seem like I need help. Sis, seem weak. <laughs> seem, yes. seem like you need help. We all need help and we're all weak in different ways. And that is okay. <laughs> we need each other. Um, and, and be wise, right? With who you choose to have around you, but you can have people around you. And that doesn't have to mean 20, 30 people. Um, it can mean two people. It could also mean 20 people, but really acknowledging the power of togetherness. Um, even God does not live by himself. He lives as a triune God. And mm. so in seeing the example of him is that, yeah, he's a saying, he's saying, 
community is really important. When Jesus started his ministry, the first thing he did was gather a few people to walk alongside him in that journey. Uh, And so it really does matter to be walking alongside people. And there's a power in that. And so you know, we, we get to do it with joy. We get to do it uh, without hesitation and we get to do it kind of like in a childlike way. Like, you know, when kids were, they're just like, what's your favorite color? And just meet a friend. You know, sometimes we can complicate things <laughs> to make new friends um, or to start a community, <laughs> but it really can be super simple and really beautiful. Mm, mm, mm. That is rich, rich wisdom. Love it. So the Freedom Challenge, Full Collective, we're joining together, God willing, in Greece in 2022 Yes, for this beautiful ministry project that you'll be hearing more about, listeners. And what would your hopes and dreams be for that time together? Yeah. Well, first, I'm really excited. This would be my second time at Greece. Um, Mm. And it would be, uh, I would say, a redeemed time because when Mm -hmm. I first went, I was very sick. Um, So unfortunately, I didn't necessarily get to enjoy it. So I'm looking forward to just being able to, yeah, be there um, and experience that. And yeah, I just I know that the Lord will do um, something really powerful, um, something really great. I know we're going to be able to serve women there directly. um, And just like I think more than anything is like, to be vessels, to show up as vessels. Sometimes we can show up to places with an, with an, agen- uh, an agenda, and, and I think we, we should and we can, but to also be open to see what the Lord wants to provide, uh, whether it's healing, whether it's resources, whether it's a miracle, whether it's friendship, um, whatever it may be. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what God will do, especially after this time that the world has gone through of isolation mm-hmm. and not travel, to just see... Um, how both the people that are going to serve and the women that are going to be there receiving the serving, um, how that collaboration and togetherness will look like. Uh, because, yeah, I think it'll just be a very different kind of experience for everyone involved, um, whether you've traveled before or not. So I'm just really excited and looking forward to it and believing, believing for it in Jesus' name. Yes, I agree. A little snapshot of some of the things that we'll experience there on that trip. If you go to our website, we actually have an interest list that's forming there without a date, but we do know that we're targeting spring of 2022, which is beautiful in Greece. Mm-hmm. We will be serving at a um, three-year program. I, I won't talk about the name at this point. Actually, um A few weeks back, we um, interviewed the founder of that organization. She talks a little bit about what happens in that home, and um, we could actually put the link in the show notes as well. We'll be serving the women there that are in this process of recovery and growing and learning. We'll be a part of an economic development project there and some prayer walks through the um, Red Light District, which is actually the White Light District in Greece there. We'll actually go to Corinth one of the days, actually two of the days, and we'll do a mini freedom challenge to the Temple of Aphrodite, which represents the goddess of love, which we know in that time was actually trafficking in a religious, um, secular kind of way. And we will get to do all kinds of learning about the New Testament church there in Corinth. There is so much history, rich history. Our guide is a theologian is beautiful. He'll be with us. And then here's my question, Priscilla. Last time I was there, I did bungee jump off the Corinth Canal. So I don't know. You might have to get ready. 
Ooh, like, okay. You may you may not know this about it. So you know, you don't know this about me. I do really crazy things like jump out of airplanes <laughs> and and do bungee jumping. So you might not want to be my friend in collaboration after all this. Challenge accepted. We'll, we'll okay. see. We'll see. I love it. My um my my companion uh, in 2019 was turning 70 and she actually did it with me. Oh she wow. A- she asked the man, "How old is the oldest person?" who did this? He said 72. <laughs> and she said, okay, I'm going to do it. And he goes, are you sure? And she goes, even more so. <laughs> oh my gosh. That encourages so, me though. That, that definitely encourages me. I'll think about it. <laughs> it could be a wild ride. Yes. So, well, um, we are wrapping up our time, but here, you know, share what is on the horizon for Full Collective. You shared about the retreat coming up. Mm-hmm. Maybe direct us to how we can find out more about your organization, get involved, and what what do we need to do? Yes. Uh, so we have a website. We are fullcollective.com, and we're also on Instagram, we.r.full. Um, and you can find me also on Instagram. I'm sure they'll put it in the show notes. Uh, like you heard, I am having a baby, so I'm going to go on a bit of a maternity leave, but midsummer we'll be back with just continuing to do what we do. Um, we, you know, we show up on Instagram to create different spaces for prayer and uh, for reflection devotionals. We have a whole bunch of different faith growing resources on our website that you can get. We have also a small shop where you can get some products. Um, And in the fall, yeah, hoping for the retreat, hoping for a book club, um, a Bible study, probably also online just because it creates space to reach women across the country as opposed to just in New York. Um, And then, yeah, and really just praying and seeing what the Lord continues to provide. We had a Morocco and Kenya retreat canceled already Mm. twice so it was supposed to be for last year um then we moved it to this year then we moved it to next year so it might happen in 2022 (laughs) um but uh separate separate weeks right because morocco and kenya are not that close together so morocco and kenya different retreats um but so yeah hoping that and then the greece retreat as well um all in 2022 so you can get our email list or just follow us to just stay up to date um on all those things love it Yes. Something that I notice about you, even just this time together, is you have such a shepherding voice. <laughs> um, I feel like you have a beautiful caretaking but empowering way. So as mm-hmm. we wrap up, would you just as an influencer who cares deeply about God's church, his people, his girls, mm-hmm. their significance, would you just speak what's most on your heart for that audience in this moment in time in the world? Yes. Well, first, thank you for saying that. Um, yeah, I think the Lord is just saying and speaking um, specifically to women uh, that we get to rise up and show up. I feel like there's a lot of women listening that are um, under a shadow or they're they're standing behind a door that the Lord is opening. And so I just I speak boldness over your life in the in the New Testament. The, the word boldness is translated um, in the Greek to do something without hesitation. And so mm. I pray that you will do something, whatever the Lord is calling to you to do without hesitation, um, because you actually don't need anything else to do it. The Lord is with you. Uh, he has equipped you. Um, and even in your weakness, he is super strong, not just strong, super strong. And so you can truly walk um, in that boldness and no longer in that shadow or behind that door. Prasilis, Peru, Dominguez, you <laughs> are delight. You are delight. I have enjoyed having this conversation with you. 
I bless this baby bonding process. I pray that it is full and beautiful, that you are so connected to the remarkable journey of bringing forth life, bringing forth the life of a son, and then continuing to do what God's called you to do in the world. We we bless Amen. you in Jesus' name, sister. We look forward to more to come. Yes. And thank, thank you. you so thank much. you for being with us. Thank today. you. This was truly an honor and a joy. I, I love your ministry and I can't wait to continue to support. Uh, God bless. And all of you listeners and sisters, thank you. Thank you. And until next time, let's all continue to do good biblical justice, to do more than you ever thought physical pos- physically possible. You can do it and to do it together. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. If you liked what you heard, join the fight to set women and children on a pathway to freedom across the globe. We are a proud ministry of Operation Mobilization USA and encourage you to learn more at thefreedomchallenge.com and omusa.org for how you can get involved. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram at the FCUSA, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to let us know what you think. We'll see you next time.